episode three. Did you see what I called this one? There's no place like home for the holidays because the whole Buena Vista thing. Holidays. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was kind of punny. All right. Welcome, everybody. Good to see you all again, even if it's virtually. You know how we do it. I'm going to start off hot. Uh, I went to Buena Vista Street. It's only been open a few days. I'm going to go ahead Whoa. and uh, uh, give you a, a breakdown. of. Oh, yeah. I haven't posted anything even on my Facebook or anything like that. I'm going to make people just listen to the episode. How about that one? <laughs> um, so you can see what it was like. But I'm going to go over it uh, here, tell you what I did, how it went, what I thought, all that all that uh, kind of good stuff. Hey, so, all I want to know is, did you, did you buy me anything? Did, did I buy you anything? No, it's still at the store, sir. <laughs> it's still at the I'm store. Damn it. Yeah. Oh, I got some of those Disney I napkins. <laughs> I got some of those Disney napkins to, oh. wipe, to wipe the oh, churro good. that I had. No, nothing. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> as long as it was, as long as it was a choro. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's a different story for a different time. Uh, <laughs> if, you, if you know, you know. Uh, might have something to do with ice cream. Uh, but anyway, oh, no. Uh, no, I got up uh, yesterday, and uh, thanks to uh, you know, we've been talking about. I've been talking about going for a while. I was talking to Gina about how I, I should uh, kind of make this happen and uh, some stuff that I saw here and there, piece together a plan. What I did was I'll give away my secret here because we don't have a we don't have a um, we're not going to have a run on people doing this. But here's here's yeah. the way that I broke down some other website that we don't like and will not mention by name uh, put out uh, this coupon for the Anaheim Hotel, which is across the street from the drop off on Harbor right next to that one that looks like a castle and just down the street from the shittiest buffet there is Captain Kids. Um, <laughs> so this this coupon is good Monday through Thursday for ten dollar parking all day. So their sign posted says twenty five dollars, but you park, you go into the hotel, you show them the coupon, they say, oh yeah, it's ten dollars for you then with the coupon, and you can park just anywhere there on the premises until midnight that day, Monday through Thursday. So I did that. Eight o'clock in the morning, I was in the parking lot, um, parked, already paid for my thing, and what we did, what I did was instead of going in on the harbor side, because I had heard rumors that they let in the the, um, the far side over off of Disney Drive first, I walked from that harbor side all the way over to uh, West Street, over off of on the other side. Holy I, I shit. I walked all the way over there. Um, hey, I handled it. I got my steps in. I, I was fine. Knowing that when I left, I could just go back out the harbor side, and my truck was right there across the street. So um, by the time I had walked over there, I was probably the 10th person in line. There were that few people there. There was only two families in front of me. That, that's it. Um, I was in line before right about 830. And they open, they open at 10. They let us about 920. They started kind of getting ready. Everything set up. By about 945, you could see, okay, they're going to let us in here in just a couple of minutes. And uh, they went for it. At about 9.45 is when I went through and had the, the temp check, the dog sniffing, um, went through security where I dropped my bag um, through there and went in. And then every, everybody was doing the same thing. And they even told us, yeah, we're going to let you guys in about five minutes before the other side. So I had a great head start on everybody else, even though I had to walk through downtown to actually do it. Let's be honest. Honestly, most of downtown Disney is, is, is eating. I had already told everybody that I was going to do like I, I don't have I don't plan on eating there. I just it wasn't in my plans. I don't particularly think there's anything special about downtown and the food. There's some good stuff there, but it wasn't like oh my god I have I must have this. So I really wasn't concerned about that. I really just used it to get into the other side. 
So the way they, they do Buena Vista Street is um, everybody kind of comes in from that side once you kind of pass um, uh, La Brea Bakery. And then you guys will know this. Getting off the trams, you have the ticket booths. The ticket booths that are on the left, that's where they shuffle you towards. They shuffle you towards the ticket booths on the left, and you kind of go through the chains because that's where they're going to do the line when the line gets longer. So we went through those because everybody goes through those, cross the Esplanade, across to the ticket booths that are on the side by um, by DCA, and then they cut you past the windows into what normally is that exit on the – if you're looking at DCA, the exit to the far right, it's normally an exit. That's actually where they have you um, walk through. That's the entrance. So I walked the in there. The big-ass gate. The, the, uh, I'm sorry, say it again, Anthony? The big-ass gate. Yeah, the big-ass gate. Yeah, is what they let. Yeah, the one they just shuffle you through at the end of the night when it's all closed. Go through these. Yeah, that one. Um, went through there. All I was probably like the tenth person in the park. Like it was still that really low number because it was really just the people that were in front of me that might have had a little head start. Start. I stopped to take two pictures of some of the trees that were there. Most of it I caught on video or in, kind of in passing, uh, making sure I want to get in the park. So did all the cast members out waving hello, welcome home, welcome back, this kind of thing. So I just walked clean, and I do have it on video. I stuck it up on YouTube. I'll, I'll, I'll put the link in the uh, in the description for when I put this episode on YouTube. But I walked all the way through uh, down Buena Vista Street, and then I took the left to go down um, Hollywood, uh, not Boulevard, Backlot, Hollywood Backlot, just to see kind of what was there. And then I decided to um, get some treats. Because the way they have things working, which is which is really, really nice, um, which is kind of seems the way the whole downtown thing is, and uh, Gina can, I think, back me up on this one. Trolley Treats, which is where they were doing, all, of course, all the treats, it's one entrance. Actually, both sides are one entrance and one exit. That's all you got. For the Trolley Treats side, the exit, or excuse me, the entrance is where Trolley Treats is, over by where the Starbucks is and the uh, Fife Park or whatever it's called down there. That's where you enter. You can only exit down at the end by the camera shop next to the um, the fruit stand. You can you can shop around as much as you want, but they even tell you if you want to get treats, that's the first thing you have to do. If you want to get treats from the counter, that is the first thing you have to do because you cannot get back in line to do that. You have to come in that line from the outside, and that's the first thing that you do. So, of course, I'm getting my Mickey Santa cookie. I'm getting my, my Rice Krispie treats. I got you know some snacks for myself and my kids. Still haven't eaten them yet. That's actually what we're going to do today uh, uh, after dinner. We get our treats, and then I went shopping in there for a little bit. They had Christmas stuff. They had some cute stuff. They have the face masks, things like that. There's a little AP corner, nothing of interest to me there. I kind of went in there just not not to picture, Michael, just like merchandise. And it seemed to be some of the 65th stuff that just kind of left over. From from the uh, from the summertime stuff. Not so prize. yeah, n- nothing nothing that's you know prized. Nothing. I just I. Went in, and I told you this yesterday. We were talking yesterday. What are you trying to get? I'm not really trying to get anything. I just wanted to do it, grab a couple things for, for Christmas as, as presents, as decorate decoration for myself. I don't know. I, I had no plan. It really was just like, I'm off this week. Let me do something. Let me check this out. Went through there. Um, came out. Uh, decided, okay, um, you know what? I'm going to try to get into the other store where, where Lyson Company is, Big Top Toys and that side. That line goes, um, you enter where they do the hats on the end. I can't remember the name of that store, but where they actually do the hat engraving. That's the entrance, and then Elias & Company is the exit. Actually, there's two or three exits, but they're all down on the Elias & Company side. 
Like you, that's where you exit. Five and, and dime. Five and dime. Yeah, there you go. Um, but it's just one entrance, though. But it's just yep. one entrance. Yeah, and they've got which those is counters, pre- which is exact, which is exactly what I predicted. We know all this is is gonna prep. Like, can you do this at Disneyland? How smooth is it gonna work? We know that's where this is going, right. and it's a test with Buena Vista. But let let me finish, and then we'll get to to all that and speculation and all that. So definitely doing that. Definitely got like you know what looks like an iPhone that's got the counters on it, communicating you know in one side, out the other. All the numbers are there. Probably just an app that they have that's connected. You know, doing that kind of stuff. Spent way more money than I probably should have. But hey, that's you know <laughs> what it was. Again, I'm buying presents. I'm buying presents, so I, I really didn't mind. But again, uh, it's everything spaced. The, the closest, the, even the line was completely spaced. Um, the line went obviously down Buena Vista Street. From the five and dime, all the way to where the tree is. Now let's preface it by saying there is no Christmas tree. Yikes! Yeah, there is no Christmas tree. Uh, is is uh, Buena Vista Street decorated? It is decorated, but very lightly. So there is garland on that bridge. The stores do have the wreaths and stuff like that. The windows obviously have um, decor in them because a lot of that is stuff you can get in the stores anyway. So they have all that. It's got a Christmas vibe, but there is no tree because. Oh. That line wraps around where that tree goes. The line goes Weak. down Buena Vista Street. It goes uh, in that uh, through that little round, back out onto Buena Vista Street in front of the Storyteller statue, which has been redone, looks all real nice. And then um, in the street itself, because in the street itself versus the sidewalk, you still have that six foot gap, and it still looks like it's spaced out enough. So the gaps, yes, everything is marked six foot. Cast members all over the place, you know, monitoring these lines. One at the end saying this is the end of the line. They've got CMs that have a, a speaker attached to them. The one that I saw was just saying good morning because it was first thing in the morning. Michael has said he's seen videos. Hey, six feet, move along. D- they did not want you lingering around at all. They didn't want you lingering around. They wanted you to keep moving, doing what you were going to do, shopping or, or eating. Um, Hollywood uh, backlot was the same. Uh, you can go as far there as where off the page is. They have it then roped off. They have one of the trolleys there um, that has uh, the wreaths and stuff on it. I got a cool picture of that. And then on the other side over uh, Grizzly Peak, you can go as far as to the end of where Soren is. And they've got that rope up there between there and the end of, I think it's the restrooms actually. Um, no, it's a companion restroom I think is what it is. That's where the smoking area used to be. My, you know, Michael's yep. nodding. Yeah, Michael knows what's up. <laughs> Where that smoking area down is over there. They've got it roped off, and then you can get a picture of the, the plane and the sign that says Grizzly Peak. So all that was nice. Tables everywhere. I could have gotten uh, a reservation at uh, Carthay if I wanted, but I don't want that $25 hamburger. Um, <laughs> and I wasn't going to spend all day there. Um, but they're doing a virtual system. I could have gotten in easily. You just go. You give them your name. Give them your phone number. They text you back with a time that you can go back. Kind of like it was when Galaxy's Edge opened and you're trying to get into the cantina where you would go and give them your name and your phone number and they would just give you a text back kind of when it's your turn. That seemed to be the thought behind this. I just kind of went in and out where, where I could have, got some pictures. I spent, I don't know, about an hour on Buena Vista Street. Most of that time I, I was shopping. Um, I did get a bucket of popcorn. They do have a new souvenir bucket. Um I want to say it's actually cheaper. Uh, Anthony, do you remember the, the, pri- the price of the souvenir buckets before? Not the premium ones because this isn't that, but just like the generic one. Has it always been 9 bucks? And the other ones have been like the upgrade? Like last year's was that cool Christmas tree that lit up. That that bad boy was like 25 bucks, but 
This one is just a regular bucket. It's got some Pixar art on it that's kind of Christmas themed, and it was nine bucks. So yeah, the the, the plain plastic ones yeah. usually run about that. Yeah. Okay, so that that's all it was. Um, I picked it up not because I wanted the bucket. I wanted the popcorn. <laughs> is what I actually wanted. I was like, I haven't had Disney popcorn in a while. That's something I knew I could put the, the lid on and bring it home again to my kids. So I, that's kind of what I had in mind. Then I was just walking around. When I walked over to um, uh, Grizzly Peak, that's where the churro cart is. So I was like, oh, man, you got to have a Disney churro. Okay. So I got in line to get my churro. Again, that's spaced out too. They give you the receipt and you go to the end where they would normally hand you a churro. And this is where it gets interesting. I was talking to Michael uh, about this yesterday. So they all come bagged. The churros all come bagged. They don't hand you the churro in the tissue paper like they would normally do. No, it's in a bag. I watched them close the bag. And and then the guy, he was about to hand it to me. He said, wait, sir, back up. He didn't want me anywhere near him. He put it down (laughs) on the table and then backed up so I could pick it up. And he told me, okay, sir, here's your churro. You can't you can't walk around and eat this. You have to be stationary, so you have to find either a table, of which there were plenty, or uh, a stand up uh, a stand up like like bar table. You know what I mean? One of those. So they have those all the way around the fountain. They have those stand up bar tables all the way around the fountain, and then they're seating everywhere. They're seating in front of Playhouse Disney. Um, they're seating out in front of where Off the Pages. They're seating a little bit further down where. Uh, Soren is you can walk down the main thoroughway like headed to cars land and as far as you can go is like blue sky cellar where that's roped off over there so you can get a view of cars land and a view of the pier um, you know of course me I'm trying to take some pics over the wall to get pics of Avengers campus because they have a building up already that says Stark Industries on it and then what looks to be like some kind of crane or light fixture I'll show you guys the pictures later it's about all I could see but there's definitely work going on there because that's not what was there you know, the last time we were there. So there's definitely stuff going on there. That whole area over there where the waterfall is, that waterfall spot that everybody takes pictures at, that's all full of tables. And there's about four carts there that sell cotton candy and ice cream and all that kind of stuff. And it's just super highly encouraged. If you're going to buy something to eat or drink, you have to have a seat. You cannot be walking around. To their, um, you know, um, I can't even think of the word. To their credit, I guess. I didn't see anybody doing that. I saw no one walking around um, eating or drinking. Everybody seemed to, to be following rules. Um, you know, all cast members had on their masks. Some of them had on gloves. Some of them had on face so shields. So it wasn't not. No, I don't, no comparison. No, no comparison alcohol. to what to what that what that too. No uh, uh, alcohol served because I did hear that they had the Jack and Coke um, uh, Frosty at Smoke Jumpers. Um, you and have then, of course, to order. You have to order an entree. In order to get alcohol. So uh, if you're, yeah, Disney, well, because that changed with the tiers, I guess, but knots, you could still order alcohol. So I don't know. With At Disney, though, you have to order an entree in order to get the um, the, the alcohol there. The, at, their uh, alcohol at, options are going to be, are going to be really limited anyway, because the only place you have that would serve alcohol open were going to be Smoke Jumpers, which has that Jack and Coke um, Frosty. And then um, Carte Circle itself. Those are the only two places you're gonna see that that had alcohol. But I, I felt uh, a michelada, like at the Wiener place. Oh, maybe I, I didn't even look at the menu because I, I again I had no intention of I had no intention of eating yeah. there. So you know I know their menu's pretty much the same. There's some special little things there, but hey, 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 hold on though, I'm gonna call you out for uh, some bullshit and uh, for <laughs> failure. 
because you should have known better than to not get the price on the corn dog. <laughs> because well, it, it wasn't three dollars. Well that we focus on the raising of the prices of the corn dogs every single year. So you should have gotten the price on the corn dog. So we could have at least talked about that. But other than that, yeah, I could care less about what they got at award winners. But you should have at least checked on the price of the corn dog. Well, fail, bad Dan, <laughs> bad Dan, the mailman. Well, I will. I will kind of. I will kind of end it with this. Uh, what I was gonna say is that, uh, well, about DC or um, yeah, DCA and anyway, Buena Vista Street, uh, I felt really comfortable. I felt really comfortable being there. I went, I went by myself. I didn't feel at any any time that anybody was trying to get in my way or anything. Um, now Michael had asked me, uh, and uh, Gina has kind of told me the same thing. Numbers vary that people are estimating how many people in seven hundred to a thousand people. There was no way. There was there was no way there was seven hundred to a thousand people in Buena Vista Street yesterday. There was no way. That you're you're talking about a pretty good size area. It's not huge though. And where can you go? Because you basically have just those stores open. Off the page is not open. That little souvenir place across from Soren is not open. Where do you go? So there's no way. I, I don't take it to say that there was a thousand people. Now when I walked out, I bet, I, I bet there was on uh, Thursday. When day one, yeah. Day, day one, I I could imagine that. Cast members and, seemed and the to weekend. say it was uh, yeah. Cast members seemed to say it seemed to be like a like an ordinary kind of Monday, like like to them. I kind of heard a few of them talking. Like, oh, it's really nice right now. You know, as far as that, um, I, I have nothing else to gauge it with. I'm sure the weekend was a little bit um, busier, which gives you you know hope to visit during the week is is what I would um, consider. Kind of do it like I did first thing in the morning. When when I walked out, I decided to. Um, I had heard some people over talking that World of Disney had already gotten kind of busy, and I kind of had an estimated time that I wanted to get home, just because I wanted to get home. I'm on vacation, and I wanted to do some stuff around here to get set for the holidays. So I was doing that. I did get in line for Stage 17. Um, honestly, the line for Stage 17 took longer than the line to get into the side with the license company. That took me actually longer to do that. I did buy some stuff at, at both places. Like I said, I dropped way too much money. I had contemplated going back to World of Disney, but like I said, I kept hearing people that were just talking to other people on the phone, just saying, oh, yeah, the line for World of Disney. But I was like, ah, I'll go back. I'll go back. Let me put it to you like that. I, I had enough of a good time, and I felt that it was uh, spaced out enough and clean enough and you know all, all that that I would, I would definitely go back. I, not once did I see a person without a, a mask. Not once did anybody get in my way. The closest I got to anybody was when I paid, and there was plexiglass in between us. Um, yeah. I felt very comfortable. I, I would I would definitely do it again in that fashion. The same way that I did it today is the same way that I'll do it again. Um, I did end it up, like I told you, I ended up leaving. Uh, there was still a little bit of a line to get into to Buena Vista Street. Not like I thought. Uh, I think Michael sent me a picture, and that's not what I saw w when I left. It didn't appear to be that long at all. Uh, and when I went out on the harbor side, you could have just walked right up to the harbor side. There was no line in there. And in fact... Uh, Gina sent me a picture later that said, this is what it looks like on the side with the um, with uh, the parking structure on Simba. That definitely was not on the harbor side. You could have just walked up and walked right in. There was nobody on that side in, in line. Uh, nobody probably like security. 45 minutes after I, I – that picture I sent you was probably like 35, 40 minutes uh, before that I sent it to you. Before the park opened or before – Um. Some people are already in, so maybe it would probably have been like 10, 15 minutes after they opened that site. Okay, so that that would would get everybody that kind of was in line who parked right away. 
Uh, that kind of yeah, would make sense. Yeah, um, because if you see opening day, how they had them all going towards like the bus route, going to Toy Story, uh-huh. that was not even – it didn't even get to that point. So it wasn't definitely that bad. I thought it would have been more busy because, you know, obviously a lot of people are off uh, this week. Especially with the kids, teachers. I know that's why you took advantage. I knew that, you know, my daughter's like, hey, we're on break, but it's going to go yeah. fast. Yeah. But, but did you ever see the signs right there before you entered DCA or the virtual queue to get into DCA? I did not. And I. Okay, maybe that might I, be for a weekend. M- maybe. I don't think they needed it. I, I think that's kind of what it was. And I kind of had, was, I, I knew that and I, I had seen that. Um, I. Did I see the virtual? I think I saw it for World of Disney. I think that was out for World of Disney, but I didn't see it for um, Buena Vista Street. I mean, I wasn't looking for it either, but I, I had known that they were planning on, on doing that. Yeah, Is the virtual queue for World of Disney, do you know, still over there by the by the tram, the uh, the tram stop? Everything's over there by that's the where... tram stop because that's where the entrance is to get into the place. The, the entrance where they wanted you to get in line was over by the uh, tram stop. It's further down. You know how you walk through World of Disney and that last piece is kind of where – I haven't been in there too many times since they actually redid it, even before the park closed. Um, but it used to be the, like the toy section at that very end near the by Starbucks. The, yeah. By the Starbucks. Yeah, that's where they wanted you to enter the line. Um, and that's where I saw the sign for the, the virtual um, stuff on that side was on, on that side. But like I said, but when I walked by it, there was no one in line because it would just – it technically hadn't even opened yet. So, um, I mean, I, I had a good, I had a good time. Even stage 17 was one group kind of goes in, uh, you know, as another group comes out, they have way more than enough room inside there, way more than more than enough spacing, way more than enough cashiers, even all lined up in a row. You know, it looks like inside stage 17 looks like, um, and, uh, uh, both of you should know this. You know how they have the, like when you're buying stuff at a con, if you're trying to pay all at once and it's something big, they have that just like line of, of, uh, (laughs) cashiers with the whole like that little sign that you hold up that says you know i'll take you over here kind of thing that's what it's like in stage 17 and a lot of it they do not have the same merchandise necessarily in stage 17 as they did in in buena vista street i am assuming it is the same stuff that you would see a little bit more in world of disney which is why i decided to do stage 17 because i wanted to see i want you know what i wanted i wanted that madame leota zipper is what I is what I wanted. They didn't have that at DCA, yeah. But they did in Florida stage Disney. seventeen, and then uh, stage seventeen had it, and stage seventeen oh. had the stretching portrait uh, puzzle, the, stre- oh, the stretching nice. portrait puzzle. So that that's what I wanted. That's what I got, and I picked but up a couple. But they didn't have things. the zipper, huh? The Christmas one, though. Uh, no, I didn't see. Actually, I didn't see a picture of the Christmas zipper until today. Actually, are you talking about that bell? Yeah, some they released the... it on Monday, I believe. Yeah, yeah. No, I didn't see that at DCA, but I wasn't looking for it either. Um, uh, I would go back, to be honest with you. I will probably go back sometime between probably Christmas and New Year, but I'm going to do it like I did here, where I got up, I get up early, and I and I take that. I got up at well, for you guys this might be early, but I got up. Well, not Gina. I got up at the time. <laughs> I, I got up at the time I normally would for work, which is like five thirty in the morning, and I was on the road just after seven a.m. About 45 minutes it took me to get through. Michael's right. My... I, I took advantage of the fact that I'm off this week, but it's kind of a mix. Some people are off and some people aren't. So it, it's kind of a you, you just I, I went for it. I mean, a shot in the dark. Like well, I'm going to go this week because I know some people are kind of working and some aren't. My biggest question would be everything that you did or bought 
was the whole thing worth it? Yeah. I, I think as an experience, number one, to kind of get out of the house, to know that I felt, <laughs> sa- I def- I felt safe in doing so, that I never felt intruded on, I never felt anybody came up on top of me, I never dealt with anybody that was rude. Um, the fact that I dropped hundreds of dollars uh, aside... Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm talking hundreds of dollars. I dropped some money, <laughs> like that. They do take your pass, like your your you get your discount still. So let me tell you what, my pass saved me a lot of money. I say I saw something, some stuff that I bought, like it dropped thirty bucks. That's how much my discount saved me was like thirty bucks on one transaction. I was like, that's what's up. And the cast member was like, that's nice, huh? I was like, yeah. And Christmas shopping, done <laughs> for this part of it. So yeah. Anthony, it was. I will do it again. And I actually, if they can keep that up, even as we roll over into the New Year's and the holidays were over, because I kind of wanted to see what they had for Christmas, uh, too, which is a little bit of a letdown, honestly, that part. But um, to know that, hey, I can go over there and just kind of get away, that I someplace that I feel safe. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was worth it for that. Right on. And I got now, my exercise, because uh, I'll be damned if I didn't get over 10,000 uh, steps yesterday. Another, another <laughs> question do we think that they'll get more stuff? And do we think that we'll get the white tree? More everybody's stuff. Seen the white, everybody's seen the white tree, right? No, I don't know what you're talking about, actually. I was going with more uh, stuff. Michael? Which one? The blue one? I, is a blue white. <laughs> blue white. <laughs> I said white tree. The white tree that it released in Florida. That's just like the green tree we got last year, except for it has some, uh, it has embellishments. Oh, okay. I, I really doubt that. Oh, you haven't seen it? No, I haven't seen it yet. Well, I've okay, seen so the nobody's Florida seen one, that. Well, that's what I'm talking yet. about. I'm talking about the yeah. Florida one. I'm no. saying, do you think we'll get it? Well, the cast member, it's that company D right now. They're <laughs> getting it exclusive, but I, I really don't know. Oh. Um, I haven't talked to my shipment person. You've that seen it, Dan. At, uh, now I know what you're talking about. It's the nope. it's the like the the green tree from last year, but it's, it's like white. The, the popcorn then, bucket. Yeah. Okay. Um, no. But it I, has uh, but it has Mickey and Minnie on the front. It's like the it's the green tree, but it it's been added a bunch of shit onto it. Yeah. And they no, changed I, it to I, white. I literally it thought you were talking really about nice. a tree. I literally thought you were talking about oh. a tree. I was like, "Are we getting? Are we putting a white Christmas tree?" I just told you, no Christmas tree was up because of the because oh, of the. Sorry. Um, I, should have, I should have specified the that popcorn bucket. Yeah, no, okay. I now I know what you're talking about. Okay, I, I thought I was segueing because you had been talking about the uh, you had been talking about stuff at the merchandise at the okay, store. Okay, so okay, um, but yeah, no, I was asking if you thought because I don't even know what the uh, I don't even know what the I don't even know what the bell one is. You got you guys are talking about. It's, I a, it's a zipper. It's a Mickey yeah. head, um, but it's a zipper. It's kind of like the um, oh, the so same old bullshit Mickey zippers, bullshit Mickey scary Mickey heads that they have every year. Nobody needs those. No, it was the um. You know how the necklaces last year were the bells, were the Mickey heads that look like bells? It's it's those. Well, yeah. Yeah, it's that, but it's a sipper, it's like a, a you know as big as your hand, uh, kind of thing. Um, the the bell sipper from last year. Yeah, something similar. So those I think you'll see. I don't know about the tree. Because um, I didn't get that last year. They sold out, and I didn't get it. I mean, did they change the. Is it red again? It's blue. It's green. It's green. Oh, yeah. See, they changed the color, so that's not shocking. 
No, no, you know what? I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to go out on a limb and say we don't see that tree. And I'll, I'll tell you why. Um, because of the spacing. The spot that you're talking about, in, in at least in DCA, there's only one popcorn spot in that in that whole area. Um, yes, because the one, the popcorn spot that's usually over by Soren, that's that wasn't there. That wasn't there. So the only right, popcorn so spot you the, got is the, the is one on the Buena Vista popcorn. Bucket. That permanent one yeah. that looks like a newsstand. You know what I mean? It's right. it's that one. No. So due to spacing alone, due to distancing alone, I would I would think no, they wouldn't do that due to distancing alone because that line you'd have to take that line because you've seen what it's like for an ordinary popcorn bucket. That green one that you're you're talking <laughs> about. I waited 25 minutes in a line person to person just for that. Can you imagine what it's going to be with a six foot in between you? You're going to start bumping into the line um, for Elias and company, and that's already done on purpose to have those two lines across the street and facing different directions. That's done purposefully. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, if anything, so I, I, don't if anything I would have thought that they might have just put it in stage 17 because you said that the uh, that's where the bell is, right? No, I never uh, saw the bell. I seen that world of Disney. Yeah, I didn't see the bell there at stage 17. Oh, the bell. Is that World of Disney? I mean, yeah. you know, the bell the bell would normally be sold from a, uh, you know, from some place with drinks. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, that's so a little it, bit they, more likely they, to be and, sold somewhere else in a popcorn bucket, though. Because the, the popcorn well, buckets t- tend to be, the popcorn buckets tend to be at the popcorn stands, whereas sometimes, with, you know, with the drinks, you've got different spots. Yes, you do get it anywhere you got a drink, but sometimes you can get it at different spots. That wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, sometimes you sometimes you could get it with fruit. I'd yeah. give it a week. I'd give it a week, and then we'll find out. Because I think um, until December third, that's when cast member uh, company D will have it exclusive right now. So never know. Depends on the stock, how much I get. They'll just probably put it in Water Disney, and then just put it like near the zippers, and just sell it as is without the popcorn. I mean, anyways, I was just curious because I saw it and I was—I don't really care about it. I mean, the the green one, I missed—I I missed out on the green one, and I would rather have that one, anyways. Now, yeah. the, speaking of the popcorn, the popcorn too. So I did notice that they were, um, and you know how usually, depending on the popcorn bucket, I mean, most times they fill the popcorn bucket. Um, no, they weren't doing that. They were filling up the 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 cardboard. The regular thing of uh, popcorn and then putting that inside the bucket and then same thing with the table. The process is the same. This one though, the well, popcorn been doing side that for a long time though. Well, I know they had it as an option, but I've got it just poured into the popcorn bucket plenty of times. I know a lot of times, depending on what it was, like with the Falcon and stuff, when we bought that, we told them, "Can I have the popcorn separately, please?" Um, this wasn't given to me as an option. That's just what they did. Oh, really? Yeah. So I just that, dumped it in there because oh, I was going to store it. Because almost every time anyway. they, they always give it as an option. It's like the last five years, but I, I guess it just depends on where you go. Well, I've been asked get. before. I wasn't asked today, and I, I wanted it in the bucket itself because I, I knew I was going right. to it home, so I was going to seal it. So I mean, of three cents, but they wasted the box for me. I just I ended up throwing it away. <laughs> um, there goes a tree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of the uh, well, that's not true. I put it in the bag so I can recycle it here at home, Michael. Um, <laughs> there you go. They, the popcorn stand had a black dot they told me to stand in. So go ahead and stand in that black dot over there, and then when they put the popcorn on the on the table, you can, you can pick it up. The churro side didn't have the black dot, but it was the same concept. They want that distance between you. They don't want the you know you coming up next to the to, to the cast member. They want that distance between you. So again, all this is stuff in place that I was like, all right, yeah, I, I can I can deal with this. You know, I did eat. But it all churro, certainly sounds a hell of a lot smarter than not. I, let's see if it's been any different. That's a nice transition into Gina and her Casey Mary farm. 
Unless I, anybody I else did. has any questions about Buena Vista Street, that was kind of my experience. Like, uh, like I said, on, on my personal uh, YouTube page, I got up a little video of me going through stuff, and I'll I'll put up some pictures and stuff later. Go for it, ma'am. Um, I did go to Nantes Taste and Mary Farm. I am going back. When we go back, we're going to do the evening. So we left at like 3 o'clock in the afternoon. So we left before it was really getting busy um and we did that sort of on purpose we we like to break our day up so we got there when they opened ran into some youtuber uh and uh we went through the shops um just to note the knott's Berry farm face masks my husband loves them because he has a big face i they literally i cannot see if I wear a Knott's Berry Farm face mask, it is uh, it goes from my eyebrows to my chin. But, so on, it, before you move on, because yeah. I did, I ended up buying one for your husband. Um, Thank you. From uh, Disney here, I, I did it. I ended up buying my entire family face masks uh, just because I thought it would actually be uh, uh, call me nostalgic in these times. Uh, kind of cute uh, photo op, just in this you know in this quarantine Christmas we're gonna have. I thought that was cool, but I opened mine and put it on the extra large. Yeah, it's actually all right. It's not no, it's actually not bad. Like as far as like the way it fits me, being a bigger guy, it actually wasn't bad. Um, I don't know if I wear it, it every fixed day. Fixed up a lot. Yeah, well, uh, the early ones I heard Disney, were garbage. Yeah, Disney. We I got an early one. Um, it fit me fine, but I have a small little head. Um, but they're unco- they were uncomfortable. Disney has definitely stepped up the mask game. I heard Universal had the best masks, but I haven't tried that. But I'll tell you, Knott's Berry Farm, they're cute face masks. But I, I have to wear a kid's if I'm going to wear one. So if, you, <laughs> if you're struggling with your large head, go for it and buy a Knott's Berry Farm face mask. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but other than that, I wouldn't, I wouldn't suggest it. Um, but we got there early. Uh, they scanned us, um, asked us our questions, um, super socially distanced when they were there in the morning, um, walked through, uh, uh, same, same stuff as it's been. Um, uh, we felt really comfortable getting in. We didn't uh, – they have a photo pass person now. Um, you know, in the front, when you walk into Knott's Berry Farm, they have, like, their front big photo op. Um, Knott's went all out, by the way. Their decorations are a 10 out of 10. Knott's did not hold back. They 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 just went for it. So yeah. when you walk in, it's just this giant – Christmas explosion, and, and now and I they saw, have. I, I saw the difference between because I, I saw your photos, some of the photos you posted. That's yeah. the big difference than what we had over at Buena Vista Street, where that's not really the case. They had some stuff up, but like I said, they had their Christmas vibe. Now that I think about, it, I do. I did want to mention this. There were no photo yeah. ops. There, there were there were no photo ops. There, there's no tree, you know, which ordinarily is a huge photo op. Did I see people taking pictures? Of course I saw people taking pictures. That's just what you're going to do. I think it was more for nostalgia. But what I noticed, and I think Michael's going to find this funny, is that um, <laughs> people were taking photos at DCA with the most random stuff. As if, like, this is the first time they've been there. Yeah. Not only in the, at eight months, but this is the first time I've been here maybe in years because it doesn't cost anything to get in. Like, you know the gas pumps that are in front of Soren that, that – uh, you know where that, that station wagon is? It's a Coke stand, basically. People taking pictures with that. I'm like, that's not uh, – okay, I guess. I mean, it's, that's one of those, like, this is the first time I've ever been here type photos rather than anybody that's returning. And it's just like, dude, I passed that freaking gas station, that gas pump, like, you know, 
at least once a week, <laughs> you know, kind of thing. So I was, that's I was the, kind no of worried offs. about the uh, the Walt statues, especially since they said they redid it, that that would have added a really – they would have had to try to have a really long line for people trying to take pictures with that. How was that look? You could have walked right up to it. Really? You could have walked right up to it. Mm-hmm. Like maybe just people didn't. I mean, because usually that's always has people that are taking pictures, um, and the fact, and with the fact that it's been refurbished, it's so. Yeah, I, I mean, I agree with you. I know it usually does have. Well, I can't even tell you a long line. There's usually a few people taking pictures of of it. Um, I didn't notice one, not one person that I saw yesterday actually taking a photo. Crazy. Of it. When I walked by it, and uh, since I was one of the first ones in the park, um, I got some nice shots of it, and I I did hear that it was redone, but. Uh, no, I didn't see anybody. Yeah, they, they redid both. With it. Both of them. Yeah. So, but not that did it. So let's just Gina continue there. Yeah, they they went they went all out, and so we didn't we didn't wait because there's usually like right when you walk in, everybody's gonna take their picture there. We were cool. We didn't we didn't wait, but now they have a not actual photo person there. Ugh. So which which <clears throat> they were doing a really good job, I think. Personally, I've been to Taste of Knots, Taste of Following, and now Taste of Mary Farm, and I personally think Knots is trying to step up their game in terms of better social distance, getting people through lines faster. I think they have more staff, um, and they've opened the whole park this time, which I think helped with those bottlenecks, but again... We didn't stay there at night, so I'll let I can let you know when, <laughs> when we go on the fifth. I'll let you know what the nighttime vibe is. But the daytime vibe was totally cool. The first thing I wanted to do, I mean, it's 2020. I needed a masked social distance picture with Santa. So uh, now you can actually uh, go online ahead of time, and if you purchase like a picture, um, you can you can also reserve a spot. But when I went on Saturday, it was first come, first serve. So I was the second person to walk up to the the lady taking your name. And, uh, the Didn't even let the kids do it. You and your adult husband nope. walk up to t- – <laughs> fuck them kids. Nope. That's what she said. <laughs> fuck them kids. Move, Johnny. Um, well, I was like, hey, we deserve a spot too. But I did take a spot like right when they opened at 1 o'clock because I figured – parents are still coming in so I was like I'll just get like one of the first spots with Santa before he had a chance to warm up and when you come back they want you there 10 minutes ahead of time and if you're late you're gone like they're not even messing around they're like if you're not here when you're supposed to be here we're filling your spot with somebody else um the only non or people who I think struggled with mass compliance because I was really looking for it were kids and I'm telling you these parents were flipping out over their small children, like not wanting to wear the mask or it flipping down. And some of the kids are adorable and it's on and they're fine. But you can tell there's a lot of littles who are just like, get this off my face. I don't want this anymore. And I, and to be honest, that's who I saw struggle. I saw more people sitting Nobody was walking and drinking like the last time, but again, it was very early. I know that that usually changes as the day kind of progresses and people have had more to drink. Um, And they did add more alcoholic choices, so that's definitely going to be something people have to take into consideration is that there's more alcoholic choices and beverages. And so I heard um, that with one ticket, you can only get two alcoholic drinks out of the five tastings. I don't know if that's true because I 
personally never tried to order more than two. <laughs> um, so I don't know for sure, but I did hear that that was one of the rules. That, so, wouldn't, that wouldn't surprise me. That wouldn't surprise me at yeah. all. Yeah, and I, I kind of hope it is. Is Michael uh, Green or is he rocking out? I think it's a, I think it's a three. It could be two, but I, I could have sworn it was three because I know a drinker that always drinks in that part. So, but I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's like limited to three, if anything. But we'll see. You'll see. Actually, well, I'll tell you that seasonal sangria was delicious. I had I had the seasonal sangria. It looks like Seven Up with like three cranberries thrown in it. So it's not exactly like that festive i think the boysenberry sangria looked better but it was so good um it's dangerous uh and i heard i didn't try it but i want to go back and try it but they have um they have a uh like a russian a white russian that's vodka with chai or something that i'm interested in trying my husband was like cream and vodka probably aren't the best combos in the world though so we should probably stay away from that (laughs) Um, they have more photo. Well, okay. So Santa, Santa was great. If you have kids and you want them to get a picture near Santa Claus, I thought they did it really well. Um, malls should do it this way. You walk up, Santa's on the stage. If you've ever been to wilderness dance hall, they have the stage set up with Santa's little chair and stuff. And it always weirded me out, like sitting on Santa's lap and having to get back. Wait, so Santa's still inside. Santa is still inside, but they only allow two families at a time, and it's socially distant. So when you walk in, he should not have been inside. They should have put him at the at the big stage or something. Because no matter what, with with the way the numbers are right now, nothing should be inside. That's that's stupid. And I continue. I'm sorry. No, no. I told and I agree that they should have more. I don't that they should have more outside, especially Santa, who is older and chubbier and probably in a high risk category but i will say that santa stays back he's has a mask on mrs claus is there she stays behind a rope she has a mask on um they are like they have it all mapped out they only allow two families in the rest of the time you're waiting outside so i felt really comfortable with that i'm also not too high risk so i'm not like i'm not you know, I'm very cautious because I take this seriously, but I know that I'm not in a super high risk category, so I'm not as like vigilant. But as soon as so they have boxes set up where you could sit down. And the one thing I did not agree with, they allow you to take your mask off when you're going to take the picture with Santa. Hmm. And that's what I disagreed with. So when I walked up, especially inside. Yes. So when I walk up, but and I was like the third no, I was the second person to see Santa. So there was one family ahead of me, and that was it. So, like I said, I made it super early. They, when the family got up, they wiped down everything. A, the little girl was touching one of the velvet ropes. They wiped that down. They wiped, uh-huh. they, they did like a, san, they sanitized the heck out of that area because kids are touching stuff. It's kids, and we all know they're little germ factories love them as we do um and uh and i think because they allow people to take their mask off so the rule was they told me as soon as you sit down you could take your mask off and then as soon as they take the picture you have to put the mask back on and i said i'm here for the mask picture hello it's 2020 like <laughs> 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 who's taking their mask off i i want to i want this immortalized 
I didn't wait in line for Santa as a grown uh, ass adult <laughs> so I could take my mask off. Should, should have asked them if they can a, give you a, a roll of toilet paper as a prop. Right? I <laughs> they probably would have thought I'd steal it without the run on TPs <laughs> happening again. But it was totally cool. Santa was nice. He said a few words. I watched him interact with the children who were in front of me. And he was, I mean, it was as, quote, normal as you could get in 2020. Um, but I definitely don't agree that you should be able to take your mask off in there, even for just a second. Um, because, uh, again, we're dealing, and I know that they're like, kids can't get it. But they're like little germ disease super spreaders. So, eh, I felt that was a little uncomfortable. I would tell that to tell like, that to the kids that have died. Yeah, and I would say that if you're if you're very concerned about it, I would skip Santa because of of all of those factors. He's inside. Somebody can take their mask off. If you're not as concerned about it, if you feel that you're okay, then by all means do it. I'm not going back to see Santa, so I'm done with that one. Uh, all the other character quote meet and greets are done outside, socially distant, and everything. So I don't – I think they tried to keep it pseudo-normal for Santa, but there's really no reason. He's the only thing in the barn. There's no food, no loitering, no tables. There's decorations, but just as props as you're walking through. So There's, there's usually the only other thing in the barn anyways is that table with cookies on it. Well, they usually have the nuts in there. They had the caramel apples in there. They have oh, yeah. uh, on the one, the, on the on the other, other end. Yeah, they're in there, and then they the have funnel the funnel cakes, the alcohol. Yeah, You're they a have funnel cake. <laughs> <laughs> um, the food that we ate was really good. Um, they uh, we got the turkey ball bites, the like deep fried <laughs> turkey, turkey balls. balls. They're Whoa. so good. We got the okay. Pro tip. If you go to the one at Calico, they serve them with Brussels sprouts. But if you go to get them at Camp Snoopy, they serve them with French fries. Well, I would suggest French fries. Yeah, I'm so, Brussels sprouts. Come on now. <laughs> Did you see? Uh, like everybody was mad. Like in my group, they're like, "I got Brussels sprouts. I don't want this." And I well, you <laughs> well then they well then they should have read the menu. Yeah, like we went over Learn to, how to Camp read. Snoopy. <laughs> we went over to the Camp Snoopy and. Oh, so my my husband was super excited because he loves he every day I have to wash this cup. He loves the Knott's Berry Farm travel mug that they served unlimited hot cocoa in last year. Mm. And every morning I make him coffee and he takes it to work and I have to wash this cup every every day. I'm washing this damn cup. Well, he was so bummed. He's like, they're not going to have it this year. I walk into Camp Snoopy. There's the mug. And I was like, Hi. I need that mug. And she's like, oh, I'm sorry. We can't do free. Re I go, I don't care if you even don't have hot cocoa in the dang thing. I need this <laughs> mug. And so it was like almost 11 bucks for the mug, but which I think may have been a little less than it was last year. It, it was right there. And then they will give you hot cocoa in it once. So it's not unlimited refills. But um, food was delicious uh, that we did eat. Drinks were, I would say, worth worth it. They definitely... They definitely put the alcohol in it. Taste it. Um, and if you count, if you count it out because it's forty bucks this time, it's like eight bucks a tasting. The portions are still huge. Um, the the alcohol is plentiful. Um, and I <laughs> and I'd say that 
Um, again, you have to be okay with going to a place where there's going to be a lot of people. But I did not see the mask issues like I have in the past. But again, I was I bounced by three p.m. So I wasn't there late. I'm I'm going to assume because I've seen pictures. So like I've seen video, I've seen Instagram. When they do the quote little tree lighting, which isn't a ceremony, but it, they do it at the same time every damn night, so everybody knows it's coming. The Calico Square, my husband and I were like, oh, hell no. It looked packed. And, Ugh. you know, again, we're not like, we're not wearing gloves and, and, you know, wiping everything down that we come in contact with, but we're not out maskless sneezing on people and licking telephone poles either. <laughs> like, we're very cautious. We took one look at that and we were like, we're not, we're not sticking around in there for that tree lighting thing. Yeah, and that's one was, of the popular things too. Oh, and and let me say, like, you could easily just walk through later. <laughs> but <laughs> when I I saw pictures of what the tree lighting looked like in Calico Square, and it was like, oh no, 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 no. But I will also add that now that they opened up the whole park, those bottleneck issues, gone. Like, cause now you can walk all the way around through around Pony Express. They have tables inside the bumper car area. Um, they have way more tables than they did before. Uh, so there's even more places where you could like hide. Um, if you're if you're concerned, but you have somebody in your party who's maybe a little more willing to like go to different places, you could easily have somebody go sit at a table where it's dead. And then just have somebody else in the party bring food. Um, easy. That would be very easy to do. Same um, at Buena Vista Street. That's the same. You could do the same thing. Yeah. yeah, I think opening up the whole park was a good idea on Knotts' part um, because it definitely helped with a lot of those bottleneck problems. I could see if how they could do that known... at yeah, TCA too. Go ahead, Anthony. Right. If you if you would have known that, uh, you know. I mean, not not that that was hard to predict that cases were going to start spiking. But if you had known more about how bad it was going to start spiking, would you have switched your two days and had the night first and the day on in December? Maybe as it gets riskier. Yeah, you know, maybe um, it just worked out where where it, for us, like it worked out this way. Um, we had to have somebody watch our dogs because we had an appointment in the morning and so we made the conscious decision to do it this way um my husband works for kaiser hospital so like he knows what's going on um and so we we've been very like cautious about it we still are not going to get there late we're thinking we're going to get there maybe around two and as soon as like or maybe even three so we're not there very long and then as soon as the you know, it gets dark, do our little walk around and then probably leave, um, uh, getting our food earlier. But I feel that this time there were, from what I've heard to, from people who've been there later, the food lines have all been much faster. Like I said, I really feel that they called more people back to work and I could be wrong about that, but it feels like there's more of a Knott's Berry Farm employee presence. There's a lot more big wigs. 
I noticed a lot more dudes in suits justifying paychecks, talking to people, uh, asking about their experience. Um, uh, oh, there's reminders constantly about covering your nose and mouth more than there was at Halloween. Um, so I think Knotts is trying to step up their game. But again, Knotts has always been like the country bumpkin cousin to Disney. So you're just going to get, it's just going to be different. It's not Disney. You know, you've got to understand that going in. <laughs> that sounds like it was a lot different and he seemed a lot, uh, I don't want to say happier. It's not the word I'm looking for, but like comfortable, I guess. I'm more comfortable with what was going on. Yeah, I I want to go to DCA. I think I'm going to take a day off work next week, because why not? <laughs> Everything we're doing, the kids can do by themselves. Let's be honest. Uh, it's that time of year where we're like, it's study hall day, because you're all failing. Um, <laughs> so I may take a day off and go to DCA, just to kind of see how it is. And, you know, compare it a little bit to knots, but um, I feel pretty good about knots. Better well, than I did following. Good. That's good. Uh, that's that's really good. Um, I'm glad you're going to enjoy it again. Yeah, what I do feel I missed, and, and we'll see if this works out, <clears throat> Excuse me. was to see what it looked like um, at night, to see what was lit up at, what was able to be lit up at night in, uh, in DCA, which I'm going to be honest with you, I have not seen a lot of pictures uh at night yet and it's only granted it's only been less than a week that it's been open but i haven't seen a lot of pictures at night i've got one blogger i follow that i've seen dca at night from just one and i follow quite a few of them because i have no obsession watching them um no well i follow them too but i was uh best life and beyond who i saw who went at night i think theme park obsession did but then he bounced and now he's in Florida right now. But um, yeah. yeah, it was Best Life and Beyond. I saw them. They did a whole DC yeah, at night and night they time. ate at Carthay. Yeah, they ate at Carthay. Um, I have to say, Carthay food looks good, but I don't. I I just feel that if I'm gonna spend five hundred million dollars at a restaurant, it, it's not <laughs> Carthay Circle. I think there are better five-star restaurants. You're just going to eat there to say that you're eating at DCA, and it's not at Award Wieners or we have a burger like McDonald's Jumpers. I mean, their food looks – I'm going to be honest. The food I saw from both places looked subpar for even part food. <laughs> That's a joke I, I made with know. Michael. We've been joking about that $25 hamburger, and I've mentioned that before <laughs> on this uh, podcast. But he was like, oh, are you going to get something? I'm like, no, not really. That's not really what I'm going for. I'm not going for that vibe. Um, nothing at either of those three places. I'm like, oh, my God, I must have that. And I know there are people that are like that. I'm not one of them, though. I mean, I, I eat at Smoke Jumpers a lot because that's one of the places my son is so picky with the chicken, like tenders and chicken strips. They serve chicken strips. So we, we end up eating there a lot. So I'm pretty familiar with their menu. I like it just fine, but it's not anything I can't get. You know, somewhere else, not having to be in, in DCA. Well, we, we eat and they out even of necessity. Down the menu. Yeah, yeah, and they even pared down the menu. So it's like, like if I'm going to be at Downtown Disney, 
I would rather like I really enjoyed my lunch at the Uva Bar. Like that was they had great food. We it was outside. I felt really comfortable. That it was delicious. I think I'd rather leave DCA if I'm gonna go eat lunch and go have lunch somewhere else, like Tortilla Joe's or you know somewhere that's like a restaurant. Uh, Carthay food looked great, but it's just so expensive. Like. I'd rather spend that money on merch. That that's actually a that's I'd a rather that's go a... to uh I was gonna say you could go to the jazz kitchen and ask for a seat in the middle in the like the courtyard where it's open air. What um that actually is a, a good segue to, to go back to downtown Disney for just a second. Um the Uva Bar the Uva Bar is owned by Catal, is it not? Is that who actually owns the Uva Bar? Yeah, because I've eaten at the Uva Bar. Yeah. Had, I've had drinks at the Uva Bar more times than I've eaten there, but I've had drinks at the Uva Bar many a time. Catal um, just announced, I don't know if you guys heard this, that they're going to be shutting down again. They don't really have any kind of place to do any kind of outdoor seating at Catal. Uh, and a few days before that, they usually have a, a breakfast with Santa uh, kind of thing that they canceled as well because when Orange County slipped back into purple, that's not allowed uh, anymore, so they're gonna they're gonna shut down um, again. I've eaten at Catal. I've had I've haven't eaten at Catal other than breakfast, and that was because the some organization that my friend works for they do the chalk walk every year. I, I usually do the chalk walk too, and that organization that company usually buys breakfast like a buffet breakfast at Catal. So I've eaten at Catal for breakfast a, a number of times because I've walked with my friend um, in the chalk walk. Um, so that's that was just interesting to me to see what some of those businesses are going to do because again most of downtown Disney is dining. There's not a whole lo- there are stores but there are not a whole lot of stores. Most of it is dining. So I think for the most part, and I think Anthony will kind of agree with me on this one. I don't spend a lot of time in downtown Disney. I never have spent a lot of time in downtown Disney because it's mostly food. That's a trip unto itself. But to be honest with you, um. It's not something that I could take my kids to necessarily to eat because, again, they're the simple. It's not a Disney Springs. Pretty it, much. Yeah, it's not. Um, it's not the chicken strips uh, kind of thing. I mean, ESPN Zone, when it was there, was okay, but it was kind of hard to get into. Um, Rainforest Cafe, when it was there, that's really not that good food. Uh, it's just really different. So it's, you know, I haven't been the Salt and Shake or whatever it's called or even Splitsville. Uh, I don't have a problem with them. Uh, pricey is, is kind of what I've heard. Different time, different day, but I haven't had the need to go to downtown Disney. So the Buena Vista thing kind of was like, my cutie back. okay, let's kind of do this to not only see what we'll they did for kind of Christmas, but check out go the on. merchandise kind of thing. It'd be more about World of Disney for me than um, than anything else that's in downtown Disney. That's just kind of what that's just kind of what I think. I don't know how many papers are going to stay open. I don't know what's going to happen there, but it's going to be interesting to watch. Any kind of thoughts on that, or am I just kind of spouting up at the mouth? Well, the 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 no indoor dining, it's just it's just another hit. So they'll probably I I don't know, but I'm gonna assume that they're gonna just open up more outdoor space at some of these that they can. Um, 
it's the the new regulations in LA is killing everything. I was my husband and I were going to go up to Universal Studios to go get a butter beer and maybe just walk around, go to the Universal store, but now that LA is shutting down like everything, even outdoor dining. Yeah, restaurants. We're like, well, we don't Yeah, we're like, what are we going to do? Go sit in the car? I'm like, I'm not driving an hour to LA to sit in the car and sip on a butter beer. So I and and again, it's not it's we I get why they're doing it. I mean, cases are out of control and all this stuff. It's just these places are going to struggle a lot. And and let's face it, it's called Black Friday because m- most places get out of the red, and that's where they make a majority of their money for the whole year. Is you know Black Friday and the and the shopping season between now and, and Christmas. So I'm I'm hopeful that though people won't flood down there and cause cases to spike that people can still go down there and visit these places so that they stay afloat. Well, I'm hoping that what I experienced and how I experienced it is the norm is what's going to be the norm for opening Buena Vista street. Cause you know, the plenty of those people are going to go down there and they're going to frequent not only, um, not only Buena Vista street to do their shopping, but also the restaurants in downtown Disney. So hopefully that helps them uh, stay afloat, but that it doesn't get crazy. It doesn't get crazy. So, I mean, I we all know this is a test for what Disneyland is going to do. What are you going to do, you know, with Main Street, which if you thought that it was busy that first day of Buena Vista Street, can you imagine the first day on Main Street? Like, I know Michael's kind of moving around there, but can you imagine what the first day is going to look like on Main Street if they decide to open if they decide to open that? That's going to be that's going to be crazy. Super spreader event. Maybe you know what? I want to find the person that coined that term. Who coined that term? Super spreader event. Yeah, I don't know. It was probably somebody, some media person. That's about they've been to using make my it to reference. Term. Right? They've been referencing the. They've been. Uh, I've read a bunch of articles about the 1918 flu, and they've talked about the Thanksgiving parade being a super spreader event. And I'm thinking, well, they didn't coin that term in 1918. I'm a history major. And I've, I don't think I've ever heard that before. No. Just like they taught, they changed uh, their, uh, the media, how words and everything morph. They went from calling it swing States to battleground States. <laughs> and I've been laughing for a whole month. Um, but yeah, I don't know, but super spreader definitely has to go on your list. And Oh yeah, yeah. Of, of my distance learning term, super spreader is yeah, there. Like that's it's just okay. That's just a weird term. But anyway, um, so that's what we've kind of got for um, Disney and the not side of things. So, and I I can't speak much to this, but I know Gina and especially Michael can. Uh, un- not Universal, Six Flags. Six Flags has tried something completely different. Um, just completely different. In this day and age, to try to bring some people out there, so I'll let one of you, Michael, you you ready to talk about this and kind of give us a breakdown of what what you know, what you heard? <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of negativity in the first two days. I can tell you that. Well, first, um, I guess we should kind of explain for anybody that doesn't know what we're talking about, what what we're talking about, what what's going on. So basically, in the in general, you actually are able to drive very slow through the whole park. I was actually shocked because, you know, heading towards the Roaring Rapids, all the way down towards Apocalypse, it's not a big way. But I've seen on the first day and media that they pulled it off. And it makes sense where 
you you could only have certain size vehicles. That's what you I was wondering, have, man. Can I get my truck through yeah. there? Uh, <laughs> I think you can, but there is a limit because they were specifically saying like no, like you know, big dually high rise trucks. Okay. And you know, some people wanted to take like bigger like U-Haul vehicle type things. They they even excluded that on the website. Um, so pretty much you enter through, I believe it is, oh, it used to be the employee area. I think that's where they enter and exit through another way. Um, the biggest confusion with everybody was when it came out, everybody thought it was 20 bucks per car. And, and a lot of people just bought it right away just like that until you see um, social media Twitter blowing up with Six Flags saying, is it 20 per car, 20 per person, 20 per two people? And it end up being 20 per person. And in the beginning, some of the uh, customer service were saying two people per 20. And then you had other people saying, no, it's 20 bucks per person. So there's still a little bit of confusion with that. But from what I know to this day, it's 20 bucks per person. And up to, I believe it's four to six people in the car. Uh, and that's the limit. If by any chance you go there, let's just say like me, you, Dan, uh, and Anthony got the tickets, but Gina didn't. And you go there with her. Once they see all your tickets, oh, you don't have it? Okay, 20 bucks right there. They're not going to let nobody slide. They check the vehicles, you know, just like, you know, back in the days when the uh, drivers used to be strict and they used to hide people underneath. And I used to hide <laughs> a lot, too. The movies. And so, yeah, they're very strict. Yeah, very strict on that. The One of the biggest issues that they had was in the beginning, you know, because everybody wanted to go. When you reserve your ticket, there's a time on there. And during the, the first day. You had everybody from different times all over flooded the parking, uh, the entrance right before you go in. So the biggest issue was getting, like, when it opened at 7, those were the only the 7 p.m. reservations. And they had to go through each, like, they had employees walking and trying to put the cars back and try to just get only the 7 p.m. crowd. And... For, uh, because of that difficulty that they even had, like, it, the times got pushed back by an hour, hour and a half. Oh, wow. So that's how difficult it got the first day. Eventually, it got a little bit better and a little bit better where they had to address that in the email. But at the same time, people were just still coming thinking that, you know, oh, if I get there early, I'm going to get in even if I don't have a reservation. But they would, the employees would come and say, nope, you got to wait here for two hours because oh. yours is at 9 o'clock. And so there was a lot of people ranting about that, you know, thinking that, you know, being a passel, oh, I'm going to get there early regarding my reservation. If, let's just say somebody drops out. Oh, I can take that. But no, that's not the case. They're very strict. Um, one of the other complaints, which is they tell you to turn off your lights during the whole thing. And some people had high beam lights on or they just had those super bright lights. And that was one of the irritations where just they were blinding them from behind. And a lot of 
employees say by um, the underground near the new ride, they had to stop cars and try to say, hey, you know, turn off your lights, turn off your lights. It, it got to the point where they had to make another station in the beginning, like after, say, a good little drive, once you're starting from like Twisted Colossus, and then you head towards uh, near Tidal Wave, they have somebody uh, waving you down and saying, kind of come up to you and say, hey, you know, with the sign, turn off your lights. That <laughs> Barely? Like, that's already, that's almost halfway through the park. Yeah. No, but you still, you know, you still got to go up. You still got to go all the way around, uh, run Rapids of Viper. Then you got to go down all the way towards the main. Then you go past Goliath and back out that way. So it's probably like maybe 25% through. But overall, the what you're paying for, and let's just say if you see, you know, how malls and certain places are trying to do the same thing, but just in a shorter version, they actually went all out. They had projectors. They had some of the rides going. Um, some of the, uh, if you guys have uh, ever been to Fright Fest and same as Knott's Ferry Farm where you have the guys on the stilts, well, they have them at uh, Six Flags during the holidays. But this time, in certain areas, they were dancing like crazy or like trying to mess with, mess with you. Kind of like if it was a Fright Fest type thing, but more to get you hyped while you're in the car and the music. Uh, they had a section near Tidal Wave where they had some drummers playing some music. West Coast Customs dropped a couple cars from their shows for you to see that. Um, pretty much, it's been it's more decked out than you've ever seen at, at Magic Mountain. And I've been there for the last five, six years, especially during the holidays because of family. And they went all out. Lights you've never seen in areas. And the only funny thing I thought was right when you get to the entrance where the fountain is in the, in, in the beginning, they have the snow going off. And one of the things you're supposed to do is if you have your window down at all, you have to have a mask on. If you have your windows up, you're good. If not, then I've heard a couple of videos that I've seen. The, the employee will be like, hey, please close your windows or have your mask on. And they had to actually stop the rotation because you can't go more than less than five miles per hour. Um, there was times where it has been backed up. Be, you know, obviously the first day, you know, people weren't listening or just doing their thing. Uh -huh. uh, one person got stopped because they were drinking alcohol in the car. And I really thought that they were going to escort them like maybe they had an emergency exit way to say, hey, you know what? You messed up get on out here like you violated our rules and we checked your cars you know very thoroughly so um but beyond that nothing but positivity even though people think it's a little pricey a lot of people like didn't want to drive far uh, annual pass holders getting free they just have to do the reservation and beyond that and nothing but good reviews i just i saw that uh, oh, oh sorry. sorry i was Go just ahead. gonna say i was just gonna say that i saw that they had characters out because I saw pictures from Parks and Cons and I saw the Looney Tunes characters there in front of uh, the the fountain and yeah. uh, with uh, with Revolution in the background all lit up with Christmas lights. Yeah, and right there by the um, by the kids area where the, the oh man what's that what it's called uh, where the Sierra Falls are at. 
They had some around there. There was another section. They had some of the pretty much like the the in the entrance, all the characters, even the uh, some of the characters on the stilts. They had uh, different type of characters that were not related to Nas, but just in Christmas theme, how they had normally have it during the holidays. So it was actually pretty spread out, and pretty good. I gotta give them props, you know. And a lot of people that went pretty much enjoyed it. One of the things that made them, regardless on the price, is that the fact that they can say they drove through Magic Mountain. And not a lot of people can say that. True story. It is I, a very uh, unique park design that you can actually drive through as the whole thing. You could even technically drive up to Samurai Summit if you had like a like a uh, you know like a Fiat or something. <laughs> yeah, I, that's I what I was thinking of. Like I couldn't get my truck stuff. over there if I wanted to. Not in that end of the park. I have a Mini Cooper. We're good to go. <laughs> oh, yeah. You could definitely drive up to Samurai I can, Summit. I can get just about anywhere in that little teeny car. Um, So I looked online, and it says admission tickets start at $20 per person, and it's a minimum of two individuals per vehicle um, is requested, but not. it doesn't say required. Um, But it says that uh, – uh, that so that's what it is. So it's twenty dollars per person, um, and yeah, season pass is free. So I think this. I think the drive-through light thing is awesome. They have one at the Pomona Fairplex that I was looking at. Um, oh, I was going to bring that up actually. The, you talking about the Elf on the yeah. Shelf one? Yeah, the Elf on the Shelf oh, one. Okay. I think it's expensive. Yeah, that's what, what my cool complaint was going to be. Like, yeah, it's just, and I get that it's expensive. Because me and my – like, I, I was thinking of my niece because my niece is four and a half, and she does not like wearing a mask. So we're not taking her to Knott's. We're not taking her to DCA because she just doesn't want to wear one, and it would be more traumatic for her to drag her through this park, <laughs> you know, smacking a mask on every five seconds. So we were looking at the car ones, and I think it's a great alternative. But, man, 20 bucks a person? She's four and a half. Well, okay, hold on though. But like, and I know you and I talked about this. I don't, I don't know if the guys have heard about this. Have you guys heard about this elf on the shelf thing at the Fairplex in Pomona? Yeah, I've seen videos. It looked okay. It looked pretty cool. I haven't seen that one. I've seen that the uh, the traveling uh, dinosaur one called Jurassic Quest. Oh, I know. I don't know if you guys about. have ever heard of it? Okay. Well, uh, it's 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 switching to a drive-through starting January. Which is which is oh, fine. Wow. But we we were looking at. at um, so th- I came up on my feed somewhere on one of my freaking socials, this elf on a shelf thing. And I think it was just a, a drive through thing or maybe, yeah, I saw somebody do it and I was like, Oh, that'd be something kind of cool. Cause you know, Halloween, I did a lot of those, um, like the Riverside house with the pirates and the houses that do the lighting displays with the music. I, I did those. So I was kind of looking like, okay, what's Christmas going to have? So I can kind of do the same thing. Those are the getaways with my family. Because I can do those things and keep it like that. I saw that the Elf on the Shelf thing, and then I had said something to to Gina about it. But then I looked at the price, man. It's it's thirty five dollars a person. Oh, it's twenty five. It's twenty five dollars a person for that one. Oh. I didn't even realize it. Oh, but no, hey, you can VIP 25. upgrade, and they'll give you like yeah, it's twenty four ninety five per person. Wow. Um, and the tickets are sold for designated time slots. Uh, everybody in the car must have a ticket unless you're two or under. Um, it has to have a minimum requirement of two tickets or people in the car. So if you're a sad, lonely person, then it's going to cost you 50 bucks because they're selling a 50, they're selling a two person minimum. How, how did you and see then, $25? Cause that's not what I saw. 
I saw thirty-five dollars. Just I literally just pulled it up on my phone right now, and <laughs> it's it's twenty-five dollars a person starting at. So it depends on what night you want to go. There you go. And then you and then you can get the VIP upgrade. Yeah, just yeah. it's the same as so Magic you know. because earlier it's twenty, and I think it goes to thirty-five. 25 and 30, I believe, then towards the end. Of so if you want to, yeah, if you want to go on a Friday or a Saturday, they're going to jack up that price on you. <laughs> so it's like shove the kids in the car and uh, hope for the best okay, so on a Monday. I do not disagree <laughs> but, with you, but what are you looking at? Because I just pulled it out. The tickets, Elf on a Shelf Journey dot com. Tickets that's what, thirty five dollars. Adult ticket thirteen plus thirty four ninety five. On their homepage. I'm on their homepage on my phone. Is it elfonashelfjourney.com? Elfonashelfjourney.com. Go to buy now tickets. Open. Well, it, it, I didn't go to the get tickets. I it's did. on the – yeah, see, you know what – well, what it was starting at, those were probably the prices the, the, last week. Yeah, not anymore. <laughs> well, no, well, I right. looked at this when we saw it, and I just clicked on some stuff, and it's like, no, I'm looking at it right now. I could go today as we record. This is a Tuesday. I could go today, six fifteen, thirty five dollars for an adult. Uh, child ticket is twenty nine ninety five. This would let's cost me seventy, uh, a yeah. hundred thirty dollars for my family of four. I gotta tell you, I saw the video. It is, in my opinion, and I am nobody, but it did not look like <laughs> it was a thirty five dollar a person time see that like that's the question is what are you seeing that makes it worth or not worth the price with magic mountain you're just driving around magic mountain what the hell is there to see the entrances to a bunch of rides that you can't go on <laughs> well and yeah but at this, least they, they... And it's the light hold on hold on dan let me finish let me finish yes. uh but what i mean what is this what are you exactly are you seeing on this that makes it worth that price and the reason i brought up the jurassic quest thing is because you're seeing dinosaurs it's like going on Jurassic Park the ride, but you're in your car. It's oh, it's you know, it's it, you have to. And then like the uh, the Stranger Things drive-through, I think was what forty dollars or something like that. Uh, so you have to gauge the whether you think that what you're gonna see is worth the price of what you're driving through. Is where, but you have to basically break it down to the you know, uh, Magic Mountain. Whatever, whatever this thing is, if you say it doesn't seem like it's worth it, then yeah, it's not worth it. But within, then you have to gauge it against things like Stranger Things or Jurassic, where you're actually seeing things. And you know, it's just that's what it's going to come down to on these as these drive-through things get more popular. Well, I'll go I ahead, Dan. I'm sorry, exactly. I just had to finish my no, thought. No, I'll give you my I was thoughts. Like, Dan, exactly. I found where it's twenty-nine ninety-five a person. It's twenty nine ninety five a person on Tuesday, November twenty fourth at eight thirty p.m. That's today. You you can get you can get thirty dollar tickets. Okay, I don't know why it's at, whatever. Probably before 8, they close. Anyway, <laughs> that's exactly what it is. So the, here, I'll give you exactly my thoughts, Anthony. Here it is. Okay, so I, I thought okay that w- that would be cool. Um, it's Elf on a Shelf. My kids have no attachment to Elf on a Shelf. It kind of was something that became a thing kind of after they were past that. I was looking at it as, hey, it's something for the family to do. It's a look at these lights. It's a look at these displays. That's where I was looking at it. If you would have told me it's $40 for your car, I would have said, okay, I'll do it. $40 for the car to drive through. I will do that. The four of us, that's 10 bucks a piece. 
all right, I'll pay for that. It is something. What it is, it's a story. It's a story that is very relevant to the times. Like it has to do with uh, the fact that Santa can't deliver because of a right. virus. It, it's, it's very relevant to what's going on now. Okay, follow along on the radio kind of thing. Okay, I'll do that. 40 bucks will probably be my limit for the car. Thirty four ninety five just for me? <laughs> no, I got no attachment to up on the shelf for $35 just for me. No, there was no way that was going to happen. <laughs> it's a little bit more reasonable after Michael explained everything they have at Six Flags to say, oh, they went all out. They got these lights. They got these guys who are on drums. They got these guys on the stilts. Okay, not that Elf on a Shelf doesn't have some of that, but the pricing was better at $20 a person. I would take that pricing over the pricing for the Elf on the Shelf thing. I, I would do that. The only thing that's keeping me back even from, from that is the distance where I am from Magic Mountain. That's a two-hour drive. Hello that's far. A, that's a two-hour yep, drive there and a two-hour drive back. That's a long freaking evening. Hell, Gina has been to grad night. You know, when we did grad night at um, – uh, oh, did you Disney or did you grad night? I did Disney, but I've been to Magic Mountain, and it is – it's an excursion. It's, yeah, it is. You know, you're – you're, like, in my opinion, if I was going to go all the way up to Magic Mountain, I would get a hotel room and I would stay there for the night. Yeah. Because I'm 100,000 years old and I like to go to bed early. So Michael, Michael's got family out there, so it's a little bit more yes. reasonable for him. Where yeah, his, his but I, I, you know, when I have my daughter, I do the two hours there, you know, pick her up in HP, go to Magic, do almost all day, drop her off in HP, and go all the way back home. So I'm like two and a half hours there, two and a half hours back, and I've done it like multiple times. And trust me, by the time I hit Corona, I'm dying. I need to <laughs> yeah, down, I, roll down my windows and just bump my music. Yeah, I mean, yeah. back in the early, early, late 90s, early 2000s, I worked at Universal. I lived in North Hollywood. It was close. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, I'm, that's... I'm not going... To, I'm not driving all the way to Magic Mountain for some lights. Uh, I, I mean, it's something to do, somewhere to go. And I think part of the issue is they know that they have a captive audience. Like if you're, especially if you're being super safe, like being in your own car where you don't even have to roll down a window, it's like that's the ultimate in safety. And look, you could stare at these pretty lights and listen to this little story, and it's great. And they, it's supply and demand. I think that they, and they're selling out. People are buying it. Um, I just, for me, I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna spend 70 bucks on two adults to go look at lights and hear the story of Elf, Elf on a Shelf. I would go to Magic Mountain, but it's just, for me, it's just too far. Like, I, I don't want to drive that far. Yeah, that that's cool. I'm glad they have the, it seems like they have the stuff worked out. I'm sure they're finding their ways to make money with it. Was there little add-ons to stuff, Michael, that you know about? Um, if you, you, there's packages where you can get food and hot cocoa and all that. And uh, right before you enter, when it's your turn, you give them your, when you, when you check your tickets, uh, they hand it to you like in a box type thing. And then when you're off to go, just eat and grub. And they just tell you, make sure that the driver is not eating and drinking and driving. <laughs> so they find so a way to make them money. you're missing out on the best, the so unfortunately, yeah. you're missing out on the best thing at Magic Mountain, though, and that's the funnel cake, because uh, no offense to Knots and anybody who's a Knots truther about funnel cake, Magic Mountain still has always had the best funnel cake. Hey, Amen. I have had that funnel cake uh, at um, about three o'clock in the morning uh, at a grad night. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it was good. You hit that that second hunger that that comes in because you've been awake all night. It hits the spot. 
Um, I've had that funnel cake, yeah, several times. Very, very, very early in the morning or late at night, depending on how you look at it. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, hey, I think we covered everything today that that uh, we want to cover. Oh, you know, you know what I want to talk about real quick? Um, if everybody's got a couple minutes, because I think we can do this pretty quick. Uh, the Lego Holiday Special and um, the Mandalorian. <laughs> okay. So the Lego Holiday Special, I think everybody's the seen Le- it. Yeah. The Star yeah, Wars, the Star Wars Holiday so Special. Good, good so but good. too short. Yeah. I thought it was perfect length. Because I have no attention span. And so <laughs> it was like perfect. It was in and out. Like the Mandalorian, when they go on their long, my husband's like super excited for like a 45 minute episode. And I'm like, oh. But that Lego special was perfect. It was like in, out, done, funny, uh, well written. I was shocked. And how good it was. Lego, was it. Lego has always done a really good job with being uh, uh, smart about things. Yep. Knowing how to get the laughs out of people because it is Legos, but knowing how to appease hardcore fans with a bunch of stuff. They've been really good about that. Even the and Lego movies. Comedy. Yeah. Even the Lego movies are, are done really well. I've, I've seen those. I saw them in theater um, when that was a thing. Um I've seen several just, of, the, of the Star Wars. Uh, hold on, real quick. Several of the Star yeah. Wars shorts that they have produced. Even those, I don't watch it on the regular, but even those are, are funny and actually pretty good. What were you gonna say, bud? I was just gonna say that Robot Chicken crawled so that Lego Star, Star Wars could walk. Okay, that that makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense with all the with all the like nods to everything and the Easter egg uh, type stuff. Because yeah. there's a lot of the same energy between. Lego anything and robot chicken anything. There's a lot of the same energy. But particularly when you get to Star Wars and particularly when you get to the Emperor. Yeah, who's a great character. What the hell is an aluminum falcon? (laughs) (laughs) That that was good. Uh, There was a lot of... uh, Did you catch this, Michael? The, The tip yet? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that's what they're eating from from Docking Bay. Seven. And Anthony, I talked about this the other day, but like that's what they serve at Docking Bay Seven and Galaxy's Edge. That's one of the yep. meals is, is tip yip. Um, so Anthony and I had this conversation the other day how that tip yip looks better than the log of meat you actually get from Docking Bay Seven because <laughs> it really is just like yeah, a meat log. Yeah, their their tip yip looks more like some Cornish game hens or or duck or something. And I'm like, where's that at, at Galaxy's Edge? I want the the tippy up that looks like a Cornish game hen. Because <laughs> <laughs> you really do just get that this log of meat, but it is actually really good. The tippy up is actually really good. The meals from Docking Bay Seven are actually really good, and the mashed potatoes are 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 wonderful. Bomb. They're really good. Bomb. They're really good. Ma- those that those might be the best mashed potatoes in either of those parks, bud, and you know it. Those mashed potatoes might even be better than the ones at uh, uh, Plaza they're, Inn. They're a little bit up than Plaza Inn. I'll give yeah. that. I'll give that. Yeah, so there you go. Oh, they're way better than Plaza Inn. They rank right <laughs> up there with Steakhouse 55 mashed potatoes. Well, oh, I haven't had those. You can't but... beat those mashed potatoes, man. Uh, that's... That'll be on the to-do list when COVID's over. To eat at the 55. <laughs> so we'll do that. But I thought this holiday special was really smart. Uh, it was only 45 minutes. Yeah, maybe another 15, 20 minutes it, it could have gone on. All kinds of things throughout the movies thrown in. Hints for everybody. I don't know if you saw this, Anthony. We talked about this some, the other day. Yeah, and deep the stuff between uh, uh, Hux, between Hux and Kylo. Dan actually watched it and got a laugh out of it. <laughs> the the shirtless scene, um, which <laughs> which was pretty funny. Uh, 
Max Rebo throwbacks. There was just all kinds of little inside jokes. If you've seen all the films that you would you would have understood, I thought was like super smart. So that, that's my thoughts. Uh, on this. Definitely recommend watching. To uh, Clone Wars, to Rebels. And I thought it was really good because I'm like I'm not the most diehard Star Wars fan. I love Star Wars. I've watched the movies, but like I don't live and breathe it. I don't know like a lot of the insider stuff. Um, and it was still really enjoyable. So like even if Star Wars like you're not you know, a super diehard fan. You just enjoy it in general. I think that the Lego Star Wars Christmas special was super enjoyable for anyone, even if you're not like a, a true diehard kind of fan. It was really well done. Oh, and of course, uh, mentioning uh, holiday special, the, uh, of course, the references within the holiday special to the original holiday special with uh, Chewbacca's family. <laughs> I, I actually explained that one, which Gina. I had never seen. So yeah. thanks, Dan. Oh I appreciate my god! That. <laughs> oh god! Lumpy. It was so bad. <laughs> we were talking about it, and it made me want to watch it again just to see the the just how horrible it is. Fucking B. Arthur. B. Arthur. <laughs> I love B. Arthur so much. Like I love her. It's just. What was she doing in the Star Wars holidays? I told you. It was like, imagine so Saturday bad. Night Live with these random skits just made Star Wars. There's a reason. You know it's bad if George Lucas says, well, I don't want nothing to do with it. <laughs> if George Lucas says that. No, no, you know. no, I'm sorry. Saturday Night Live could have done that better than that. <laughs> they did do better than that on occasion. No, that was more like it was done by the same people who did the Donna... Donnie and Marie Entertainment Hour or something like that. It was like a it was variety show level bad. Sunny yeah, it was, Share. It was definitely had that seventies flavor. Like you have to appreciate the seventies for all of like the cheesiest seventies of the stereotypes of the seventies. Like that's what this movie was. It oh, was absolutely. If you don't have the con stereotype. Yeah, if you have no context of the seventies, you have no context. For the holiday special. <laughs> Let's move yeah, on. It was bad. <laughs> <laughs> From was the really so bad, bad to the to the really good in the Mandalorian, which has been um, you kind of alluded, Gina, to your husband saying like, because most of these episodes have only been just over half an hour, like just Very over half an hour. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, it's disappointing that it's only half an hour, but it's a damn good half an hour. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, it is. It's a damn like good half an hour. Like it, it does go by really fast, and you're like, but you, you're left with like, I want more. Like, I keep waking up thinking it's Friday, right? It's Friday, right? It's Friday. It's only freaking Tuesday. I want Friday to show up because <laughs> the next one is, is called The Jedi. I think the next episode that we have to come out is actually called The Jedi. So this is that where we that. get Ashoka or whatever her Ashoka, name is? Yeah, that's I don't know. Well, yeah, that's the speculation. That's First the of all, how dare you? I don't watch. I'm going to be honest with you. I have never watched the Clone Wars. I have no. I have no interest in watching half of the offshoots. And and I'll be honest. I know this is sacrilege. The fact that they make Baby Yoda the child. I know. The fact that they gave Baby Yoda all these stupid va- baby sounds drives me nuts. <laughs> I can't like. Oh no no okay I, I'm on board with you because I'm gonna I'm gonna give a very unpopular opinion I don't like the child yeah that's a very unpopular at all. opinion so this has been I episode don't like the three child at all. The... <laughs> <laughs> bye well, let's, uh, let's, about, let's wrap this up so she can how let's, let's get wrapped up happened, uh, two days ago with what the announcement oh. of Joe Rody going bye bye retiring. 
Oh, oh, oh. Uh, I thought we were... Oh, are there, we yeah, okay. Are we done with the Mandalorian? Yeah, well, unless you want to say anything about the Mandalorian. Sorry. Yeah, no. Well, let's, Michael, let's, let's, Michael, take, let's wrap Michael's it up pretty quick. ahead. Yeah. <laughs> ah. That's okay. Let's go ahead and finish Mandalorian real quick, and then we'll, just, we'll go ahead and wrap up. We're hitting, we're hitting that spot where it's like we should start wrapping up. Um, no, I don't have anything but praise for the Mandalorian. Um, you want to, our wrestling part, the kayfabe culture? We talked more about Sasha Banks being involved on there, uh, who was a fantastic job. We see Bo-Katan now, so we've got connections now to both Clone Wars and the Rebels cartoon series. The next one is well, yeah. it's speculated that the next one is supposed to be the one with the Sokotano because of the of the title. So we can't wait for Friday. Uh, fantastic thing to look up to after. And, and the, yeah, that's right. And the writer. Yeah, um, it's a Filoni episode, right? Episode. Yeah. So who's a, a true. And it's 45 minutes. There we go. So looking forward to it's a lot. Trifecta. Even even the second episode who people weren't like, oh, that was kind of a sleeper episode. No, that was a monster movie is what that was with the big spiders. That was a monster movie that you I saw. Love that. That, w- that was I The really Mist. You know what I mean? One. Yeah, that was the mist kind of thing. Uh, Stephen King yeah. reference there. I thought it was really. I thought it was really. I like personally how a lot of these could be standalone episodes. They kind of have almost a. I, and I know this is this has a negative connotation, but I don't mean it as such. They almost have like I've heard it references like a spaghetti western vibe to yeah. it, yeah. but not like that. So that's cheesy. intentional. Yeah, I love that. I love that these could be, like, I don't know the whole Star Wars universe, like I've said, yet I've really enjoyed The Mandalorian, aside from the baby sounds of Baby Yoda, because that's annoying, but I love the comic relief of Baby Yoda. I think that it's necessary. It plays off the straight man of The Mandalorian really, really well, you know, as somebody who I taught English and had to read like such awful, horrible stories uh, when I taught middle school English. It's refreshing to see writing that's really good in Hollywood because usually it's not like usually Hollywood writing is just rehashed and, you know, not really well done. And I feel the writing on the Mandalorian has been really well done. Um, And even for somebody who doesn't like it or doesn't really know Star Wars, I sit down, it's something I can watch, and they did a fabulous job not binge-watching. The fact that they're releasing this one week at a time, excellent move on Disney's part. I think so. That's a good way to kind of wrap that up. Michael, seemed like you had you wanted to talk about the uh, – we just had somebody retire. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah, go for bad it. Bad news. No, I know probably you guys know more than I do. But no, Anthony, maybe, not me. I know the name. You know who were yeah, I, yeah, I saw that Joe uh, Rude was retiring. Y'all I mean, give me I mean, some, uh... he's been he's been there for a long time. He's done a lot. I mean, he did. Uh, you know, his crowning achievement is Avatar. I mean, it's it's time to go out on a, on a on a win. I mean, if anything, I'm gonna guess that he's probably being forced out. Oh, you think because of on... uh... okay? Yeah, I don't think he's retiring because he necessarily wants to retire. He was probably given an option of retiring or be laid off. I mean, we know that from some of those laid offs that we talked at, like I think at, in the first episode, yeah, that uh, there was a lot of Imagineers and everybody laid off. Uh, you have to figure that that was going to even go up to the top. Uh, Gina's shaking her head. She agrees with probably what I'm my uh, yep. assumption of the matter. There's a lot of golden handshakes that happen in a lot of companies, and it's just a way for them to say, "All right, listen." You know, we need to save money. You're a, you make a lot of it. Why don't we just why don't we just handshake away, 
you walk away retired. We'll give you a bonus. You save face. It'll be fabulous. Happens regularly yeah. in our profession. Happens oh, regularly yeah, all, the in our, all the time. It happens all I the would time. like a golden handshake, and I'm 42. So they can, <laughs> they can yeah. come on over. Yeah, me they too, can... but you got a lot of buying out to do. you got a buying, you got a lot of buying out yeah. to do with the 20 years I got left. Um, yeah, I know. Same. So, no, he, he's the one who was in the Imagineering story, right? Yes. Like that large, a large portion of that of that one episode was, was on Joe there, correct? Yes. Yeah, on the on the opening of uh, Pandora and all of that, he's the one with the uh, the the big uh, the biggest uh, things in his ear. Yeah. Okay. Have you watched that, Gina? The Imagineering story. It's it's oh, it's so worth, amazing. Oh, it's worth a watch. Out. Yeah. Is it on is it on Disney Plus? Yeah. Yeah. It was one oh, okay. of the. It was what, everybody was watching two things when Disney Plus dropped. It was the Mandalorian and the Imagineering story. Those were the two things that everybody was watching when Disney Plus dropped. Um, yeah, how many episodes? Of, like five or six episodes of, of it, something like that. Okay, something I'll like take that. A look. I have uh, that. That and Into the Unknown are like the two best things on Disney Plus, as far as not like movies and stuff, but the two best documentaries. I like the Jeff the Goldblum Frozen stuff. Two. To, oh, the Jeff Goldblum was good, but the Frozen Two documentary was like tops. I haven't seen that, so I'll check that out. Oh, oh, you need to see that. That's amazing. Hey, battery is running low, so you know what that means? Whoa. That means that that is our cue to say, all right, we've covered everything that we want to cover. I don't know. We'll see about before Christmas, but not sure. Maybe during that week between Christmas and New Year's to kind of see what things kind of shake out. Maybe we hear some new announcements from Disney about um, rumor. Rumor is they want to try Disneyland before the week before Christmas. That's a rumor that I heard um, from some people, so we will see what happens there. I'm sure we're going to hear a lot of announcements uh, now that Buena Vista Street is open, about what may become of um, of Main Street, or even the rest of the park, which I think they could pull off. I think they could pull off the entire park for shopping and dining. So yeah, um, they if they could get out of purple. Yeah. So we will see. <laughs> All right, I'll end it there. Any any last comments? Because that usually battery sign usually means I only got a couple minutes back on the laptop before it goes. Nope. There we should go. All right. Bye. That sounds good, guys. I'll talk to you all soon. Good to see you all. Bye, everyone. (laughs) Bye. Real soon.